Those guys are chumps. Uh, all right. Buongiorno, Mr. President. Buongiorno. <laughs> Ryder Cup week. Here we yes. go. I just uh, watched a little bit of highlights today. They're already talking trash about cheating with pins in the past and you're not supposed to set the tees. And so uh, I love I love all the drama already. Yeah, you know, it's, it's great. It's, um, you know, I, it's really kind of unique because we're going off of Solheim Cup that just ended on Sunday to now going into the Ryder Cup. Um you know, just to kind of go over the whole Solheim Cup thing is uh, I talked to a couple girls, actually, uh, they're, they're hopefully going to try to come on to our podcast. Um, one of them played in the in the tournament. So um, trying to get her uh, to, to ink with us. So that possibly could be something down the road uh, for us. Um, I think it was I don't know if you watched it, Brent, but it was made for movie type of deal um, yeah. in Spain, in Andal Andalusia, Spain comes down uh and by the way both of these teams completely evenly matched i uh you know um suzanne Pedersen said i think it's one of the best teams that have ever been assembled which kind of pumps pumps up the americans um to kind of say hey we're not slacks over here either and what did it do um it came down to uh on 16 seconda um shanks a ball into the into the bushes <laughs> I, right I didn't see that uh, yeah. loses the hole uh, all square going into 16, 17, 16. She then uh, hits a wedge inside Corda uh, to three feet, makes it to go one up, gets on 17 with a back left pin. She's from Spain. I think she's the only person on, only teammate on the Ryder Cup, uh, sorry, the Solon Cup team from Spain. Okay. And she hits it like two feet and and shakes her hand and uh, and it's actually she beats Nelly Cordo, who's obviously one of our better players. Oh, yeah. And just made for movie, great, great drama, and ends up being a tie 14-14, which you know evenly two yeah. powerhouses. And um, because Europe uh, had won it the last time, um, they get to retain the cup. Now, what I just found out, I didn't know this, is that it goes next year again because they're trying to get on the opposite year. Of the Ryder Cup, so they're oh, having it next interesting. year. They're having it next year at um, uh, where is it going to be? Um, Robert Trent Jones Golf Club in Gainesville, Virginia, um, and this will be the first time it ever went back to back. Uh, interesting. Yeah. We might have to go to that and uh, and do some on-site reporting. No, there you go. Yeah, we'll have maybe by then we'll have credentials. <laughs> I saw that in 2033, Olympic Club is hosting uh, Ryder oh, Cup. So I yeah. think we might try to qualify for that at some point. Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can shine shoes. Yes, yeah. exactly. We, we might have a little caddy at, at the yeah, league. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Again, I, I think that uh, that would be fun for them to get opposite the Ryder Cup because, you know, sometimes going the week before does kind of uh, gets overshadowed shadowed by all the Ryder Cup hype and everything. But, uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of it. That was pretty exciting. That's what you want in these teams event is a little drama. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want exactly what what happened last uh, two years ago at Whistling Straits where we killed them 19 to nine. Yeah, you know, so boring. We're pretty I mean, much during the singles. No. But I think I think it was very smart by the Solheim Cup to do this the week before the Ryder Cup, due to the fact that it's now kind of pumped up us up a little bit more now to get prepped and ready to go for um for the Ryder Cup because it was such a great finish yeah. at, at the Solheim Cup. So kind of gets you all fired up. 
up. So I like that. I like that. And I woke up this morning watching the Ryder Cup stories and coverage, and I've been trying to look at the teams and get a feel. It it's very tough to know. I mean, each team picked a couple of wild cards. And so I'm really interested to see how they kind of perform, you know, the the Justin Thomas drama, which he's so sick of hearing about that, I know. But I think he and Spieth are going to be good. It's just very interesting, you know, and even the European team, they 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 picked a couple of guys like we talked about last episode, which are, you know, not your traditional picks uh, like your boy Ludwig. So, uh, yeah. I'm very interested to see. I, I don't. I can't get a feel for this. You got your big hammers, and then you got like you know um, Ludwig and Robert McIntyre, and just some guys. You're like, huh? Okay, that, you know. But I think. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Do they pick some of these guys to specifically pair with other guys that are out there on the team that are more established? Uh, well, I think. Well, first of all, it's 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 pretty much the the only difference kind of is. The USA has um, their average uh, world ranking is about 12. Okay. And and Europe's is about 29. Oh. So there's the only thing that's kind of maybe a little bit of a difference. But you know what? It's You throw that out the door. Um, they're both average age is 30 years old. So they're yeah. all about the same kind of deal there. And they're, um, they both have four rookies. So, and how about this? This kid Ludwig, right? Yeah. So he gets his tour card for winning the what what is it called the PGA uh, it's called the PGA um school or something like that yeah. they, they he gets it through his yes. number one the number one ranked amateur or college Correct. amateur or something like that he gets Correct. he gets grandfathered in yes. and then he goes in his first seven tournaments he has four top 25s and yes. in the John Deere he comes in fourth yeah. Then he goes over to Europe and he wins. He wins uh, in in uh, Switzerland at the Omega, yeah. and yeah. then he goes into one of their biggest events to the BMW there at Wentworth, and he's he's leading going in the last round. So the so this kid is going to play in the Ryder Cup before he's ever played in a major. I was just going to say that I was I was reading that the other day. Never played in a major, but maybe this is good. Maybe he's so confident. And sometimes, oh. in, you know, in match play, that's what you need. That cocky confidence that like, I don't care what you guys say about me. You're going to see what I have to offer. Because really, uh, it, at the end of the day, if you can control your mindset, who cares what the, you know, what the other guy does? You do, you play your game. And so some of these young stars like that, I think that they're even, you know, helped by not having 10 years of, you know, devastating defeats under their belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, you got to go off the kids analytics. I mean, the analytics are stupid off the tee box. Right. And this yeah. golf course is all about driving the golf ball. Yeah. And, and so you, you can't say no to what you're seeing on paper and then how he's relating it uh, and, and coming through on the golf course. Um, statistically, the Americans are 60, uh, have a 60 percent. They have, they've won 62% of the singles matches. Okay. But when you look at the other thing, it's the foursomes. The, the biggest key, I think, for the Europe is the foursomes and the four ball because they really do team up well together in the past. Okay. And we haven't won over in Europe for 30 years. Can you so believe a, that, by the way? That's a bunch yeah. of crap. 
That's that's. I didn't know it was that long. To be honest with you, um, they were talking but, to Scotty Scheffler, and he they they he said thirty years, and they they didn't believe him, and they had to double check it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so I, I that's where I think Europe gets uh, is a little bit usually ahead of the um, ahead of the game a little bit on how they strategically kind of set up their foursomes and their four ball teams. And, um, you know, McGinley uh, did it back in 2014 where he broke down the whole entire golf course. And then he set up his like, okay, so on the even number of holes, they're par fives. So right. I'm going to have all my long driving guys yeah. be hitting off for those tee boxes and then pair them with guys that are really good inside 230 yards. Yeah. You know, and, and he, he did it that way. So, um, it's very and, and this golf course in 2018 was actually redesigned strictly for the Ryder Cup and for match play. Oh, so this golf course has been prepped and redesigned strictly and only for this event, not for the Italian Open, yeah. strictly and only for the so there's three drivable par fours. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of places where it, I guess it tests your ability to drive the ball well. And uh, I heard this morning they kind of widened the first first cut a little bit, not too much. Um, yeah. Gave it a little haircut. Um, but overall, I think we're sitting in a situation right now exactly like the Solheim Cup team. I think we got two evenly matched. Yeah, teams. it looks like that. Uh, and, and I think it's all going to come down to driving the golf ball. Whoever drives the ball better is going to win by the way side note i saw the design initial designer did i see it was jim fazio correct that's tom's dad i didn't even know tom's dad was a designer yeah either did i and then then tom came and fixed it right is that that's fascinating yeah, yeah that's crazy yeah. that's going to be interesting but yeah i mean i think back to our 30 years of losses uh against the in europe and i wonder you know again re all the pundits said is because of the giant egos that we had with tiger and phil and all these guys who couldn't play as a team i don't know if that's true or not but whatever it is we did lose for 30 years straight so i wonder you know i kind of look at our new you know our stars now and it seems like they're not as over the top aggressive cutthroat it's all about us i feel like we we might have a little bit more of a team atmosphere in the past i, I want to get your thoughts on that i totally agree and i think that's exactly how he picked his uh his um his six players okay who's gonna mold the best with this i need 12 guys that are on board and they're drinking the kool-aid and yeah. I don't need anybody that's going to be off to the side that could be an issue, right? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think I think that was a big uh decision for Zach on how are we gonna put this these other six guys with these six guys that made it. And so um so that's that's how I kind of so you see that Justin Thomas pick, right? Everybody's talking yeah. about the Justin Thomas. But you know, they I think the guy's got a pretty good record in, in Ryder Cups and, and President's Cup. So yeah. it, it, you don't want to break up a team thing, you know what I mean? If if yeah. they play great together. So uh, guys like Spieth and, and and Justin play great together, right? So um who's, who's gonna be who's playing with Kepka, do you think? I, I don't know, but I'll tell you, you know, you started thinking about, I, and I didn't look up these statistics. I should have looked it up, but I would have loved to known the statistics when you talk about driving the golf ball, right? You yeah, talk about yeah. U.S. Opens. Yeah. U.S. Opens, how did our team play in the last two Opens versus the other, the European team? Right, so, right. Um, 
But there's, yeah. Uh, so you look at a guy like Kepka, he plays great at U.S. Opens, right? So, yeah. I mean, he's going to be a great guy to have out there. I think the other big thing, and I don't know if you noticed what I've seen on television, they're giving all these guys carry bags. It's a tough walk. Yes. So, yes. I did. These guys, that. I want to raise yeah. their hands and say, I want to play five matches. I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, it's funny because I'm looking at, you know, you got your bombers, you got Kepka and Wyndham Clark now. I guess we count him as a bomber. And you got the surgeons like Cantlay and I guess Brian Harmon. We have to consider him like very yeah. surgical. So it's going to be interesting if they, well, like you just alluded to earlier, are they going to have bomber, surgeon, you know, paired together? I mean, we know we're going to have Spieth and Thomas. Scheffler, ooh, that's one I'm really curious about, especially with his right. Cratering the last few tournaments of the year, you know, but yeah. he's a champ. I just wonder, you know, who he's going to be. I'm very curious. Well, you're going to have Shoffley and Cantlay, and you're going to have Spieth and, and Thomas. There, there's, there's, there's two teams right there that are yeah. just probably. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know, where do you put Ricky? You know, is Ricky a guy that plays with, uh, with, uh, uh, Kepka? Yes. I, I, I don't know. Is, is Kepka yes. a guy that plays with Harmon? Like, I, 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 I can't wait to see it. I mean, you can see him now because in the writings on the board of what what they're doing, if you can find out, I, I don't know if you can find out who's um, playing these practice rounds together, but you kind of have an idea of the direction they're going to want to go in the next two days when it comes to um, getting different uh, looks from different kind of um, players. Well, so. it's interesting to see like Homa, like who, you know, who is he going to play with? Like I'm, I used to be good buddies with his caddy, Joe Griner, the famous mm -hmm wonder we played a lot of amateur golf together back in the day and uh um home is so solid that you know sometimes these these coaches will add like they'll have a a super solid guy with an absolute bombing guy back when dj would play yeah. and so very interesting to kind of i think you're i think you're wyndham clark's i think you know these more of these bomber guys are going to be more in the four ball stuff Yes. And then your grinders and your straight guys that have good short games will be in your foursome stuff. Yeah. Your foursome pairings. I so, agree with that. Yeah. Um, so I could see a guy like uh, Brian Harmon doing foursomes. I can yes. see a guy like Wyndham Clark doing and maybe Ricky doing more four ball. Yeah. Um, and then you got to look at the past. Like what has Ricky been successful with like when he was played it in Wales and these other, you know, these other places, you know, was he better in four ball than he was in foursomes? So. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about Team Europe, I got to say. I mean, I'm such a Victor Hovland fan, and John Rahm, just like Scheffler, is going to be furious about his play the last few events. So I feel like Rahm is, is going to kind of have a big comeback. You know, Hovland, McElroy, obviously, uh, some wild cards in there. Justin Rose is another one where he's solid, but, you know, it's uh, I think he's like a veteran they might put with like Ludwig or somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, I yeah. think they're going to pair some of these young guys with that. And uh, um, they've loaded up, by the way, on captains and vice captains. I mean, we have three. They have six captains and vice captains. And, of course, Olathabal, you know, and a lot of the European legends will be in there. And Well, uh, well McGinley started that back in 2014, and this was his theory on that. He wanted to have five guys. Yeah. And and his theory was and, – and I remember um, – Woosnam came out and said, well, if you have five, why don't you have 15? I mean, what, what the hell's going on? But he had a, he had a good point. He said, yeah. look, it, there are four matches going on, and yeah. I need a guy on each match. Yeah. And I have guys that are sitting. Yeah. So I need somebody there. 
So yeah. I need those five, five guys to be radioing me and telling me what's going on because yeah. I can't be everywhere at any time. And then after he'd won, um, a guy like uh, Graham McDowell came yes. back and said, hey, look, at I questioned the captaincy. I really did at the very beginning. And after it's all said and done, I think it's the blueprint of how we should be doing our 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 uh, yeah our teams from this point on. So, you know, there's there's guys that take the job, and and they just go, yeah, I'll take the job. Like the guy like Watson, Tom Watson, when he when he gets McGinley, he just took the job. Or Paul, Paul did things like Paul. He went out and like uh, he didn't know everybody. Yeah. So the the whole deal is, you're the captain for ten for two years. Yes. And you have to do all this prep work, but you have 12 egos that walk in a building and you only have them for seven days. Yeah. And yeah you've yeah, got to yeah. have to be able to manage these egos. Right. Yeah. So he had a Frenchman that he didn't know. So he, uh, gosh, I forget the guy's name. Um, but he actually spent money to go to two tournaments that he was playing with and take him out to dinner just to get oh, to know him. I, I he didn't that. know what, you know, who the kid was. And, and so what he found out was, he didn't have a big family. Yeah. And so when he goes there, he's going to bring his friends. Yeah. So what he did is he's the kind of Frenchman. He said, Hey, I need you at this meeting at eight o'clock. He would, he'd be the first guy to say, I'll, I'll get there when I get there. But <laughs> Paul said, Paul said, here's the deal. I have a dinner for you guys with bottles of wine down in this room. It's all by yourself. I'm just asking you to be at the meeting at seven fifty-five. Right. And right. he was the first one to the meeting every single night. I love that. I love yeah. that. Well, that's the thing. It's an individual sport and you got to kind of. Victor Dubasson. Victor Dubasson was his name. Man, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, he's, oh and he said, he goes, you will play every round in a foursome or four ball. If you're playing, you will be playing with Graham McDowell. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, oh, my God. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, and it kicks off Friday. Is that correct? Correct. Friday, Friday, Saturday. There's, there's morning Friday, afternoon Friday, morning Saturday, afternoon Saturday, and all day Sunday singles. I'm psyched. I'm psyched. We're going to yeah. have to watch that. And if uh, anything urgent comes, we have to do a quick five-minute podcast to give an incredible update. Um, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I've got one buddy that's, gonna, that's going with his wife, so he's going to give me some on-course uh, uh, insider reports and... Um, but speaking of McGinley, by the way, we got to have your buddy on at some point. I would love. Yeah, to we will. We will. Yeah. Um, I I think he's uh, after this week. I think he dies down a little bit and, and yeah. gets some time off. So yeah. Um, but here's what I heard, and I don't know if you you heard this. I guess seven. It's going to be the biggest venue ever in the history of the of the Ryder Cup. Like when it comes to yes, the amount yes. of people that. So 750,000 people applied to get tickets yeah. and only 250,000 of them got them. Yeah. And it's the biggest that they're ever going to have um, when it comes to uh, corporate sponsors yeah. and all this kind of stuff. So when I was with New Era Headwear, right, they're, yeah. they're the official cap for the Ryder Cup caps for both teams. We actually, it is the biggest money maker I've ever seen. Really? Uh so when we were at Hazeltine, right, we bought one of the bungalows. Okay? okay. It's a, you know, like one of those things. So it it's eighty thousand dollars for the week for that bungalow. Right. Okay? And in there is all the food and all the drinks. And it's it, we were on the ninth hole. Okay. 
there are 80 of those. There were 80 of those at $80,000 a piece, right? 80 okay. of those on the golf course. Wow. The captain's tent, which is this gigantic tent, right? right. The table sat 10. Right. 10 grand per table. Come on. So this thing, especially in the United States, is the biggest moneymaker you've ever seen your entire life. And now it's turned into a situation where not every golf course can hold this because the venue it, it yeah. needs to be huge the parking and the hospitality it's massive yeah. it is absolutely massive well so, that, you and i went to los angeles country club for the u.s open and it was it was insane i mean you go in to buy some clothes and i left a thousand dollars later with like two shirts and a sweater like really yeah. it's it's kind of they're losing it a little bit with the expenses. And I thought, you know, some of my member buddies at LACC said it was too much corporate and not enough fan viewing, you know, that you, you, 100% the average fan couldn't really see the action. Yeah. If you were in a, in a, in a box, whatever, you know, a hundred yards away from the action, fine. But you know, that's not what it's all about. I hope we don't lose that. But yeah, I saw that the first tee at the Ryder cup, I think the seating no. is 5,000 people. It's it's one of the most. So yeah. that's one thing Paul said to me. Um, and this was one of the one of the special moments. I uh, when I went over there, he said, because I went to Glen Eagles to watch. He goes, you have to sit at the first tee. I don't know when you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you need to get in there and just yeah. experience the chanting and the singing back and forth. <laughs> it just it's, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then what was really cool is he was sitting by the first tee and the last group went off and he said, I, I yelled down at him and he goes, get down here. And I'm like sitting there going, well, these credentials that I have don't allow me to go <laughs> right, down. Right, right. So then what he did, he got his son and he says, take that off your, your, your uh, arm and give it to um, John. Yeah. So I met him down there and I got this thing that was inside the ropes. So I got oh. to walk. So I went and followed because my buddy, Joe Scoverin, who, now caddies for Tom Kim was on Ricky's bag. Yeah. And so I'm walking down and I have this gigantic sleeve band that says right. Europe on it. Right. <laughs> so all he said is he goes, when you get to the green, sit down and he goes, but just kind of stay way behind and just watch it. I'm walking literally down the middle of the fairway, watching these matches. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And the people are, so all of a sudden I come off, they come off the third tee box and I'm just sitting there and I go, Hey boys, and they looked at me with this big Europe thing. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell are you doing in here? And I go, you just got to know people. You just got to know people. Hey, it's like, why don't you give me a USA one? I would wear it, you punks. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that that reminded me. I had a young golfer. I represented a Spanish kid, Scott Fernandez. Went to, I think, Iowa State. And he had called us to represent him. And I met with him. Great kid. And the next year, he qualifies for the British <laughs> Open. And mm -hmm. uh, so I go out with him to do a practice round. I think it's at maybe it was Royal Liverpool or something. I don't remember. Royal Troon. Royal Troon. Okay. And so he's like, hey, come out, you know, Wednesday for a practice round with me. So practice round, if you're an agent, you have all the badges. You're in the room. Mm -hmm. So it was me and him and like all the Spaniards, including who's the cool guy on the senior tour. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 y
And then it was like, you know, like four of the top Spaniards and my young punk Scott. And but I'm interested in Jimenez because back then he was, you know, only 58. And my my kid's 24 and he's got a weird flat swing. He doesn't hit it far, mm -hmm. but he plays golf. Yeah. And so being inside the ropes with him, walking with all these legends, it was uh, Jimenez, my guy. And then what? there was another tall Spaner that's super hot back at the time. But anyway, I, uh, it was so fun being in there. So I can imagine like being at the Ryder Cup thing, similar to kind of a British Open feel. And uh, we got to go next year. It's at uh, where is it next year? I just saw it. I think it's at Hazeltine. Is it yes, Hazeltine. Yes. Yeah. So, so we might have to go to that and then we have to play in it in 33 at Olympic <laughs> clubs. we got to get our games tied. Um, yeah, exactly. but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched for the Ryder Cup. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get really into it, and I'm curious about these different groups and how they're going to work. So it's going to be fun to watch. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is what happens. The puzzle starts, right? You start yeah. grabbing all your pieces and try to puzzle it together, and, and um, you know, you just you – just, buckle up and hold on for the ride what's great about zach johnson he's got freddie couples he's got uh davis love right so he's got and and i don't know if stricker is stricker the other guy i don't I know think. who the, the the assistant uh but he's got guy. he's had guys he's got guys that have been in those positions so yeah he's, he's he's very he's got big shoulders to to, to talk to so, yes it's uh yes yeah, zach stricker and dl3 davis love okay. yeah yeah oh they and had freddie, other guys too they got couples Furic couples in sync too. I didn't see that. Yeah, so they're going the same. Yeah. So they have they have five. They have five then, right? Yeah, yeah, six with Zach Johnson. Yeah, yeah so that's, yeah, yeah, that's the new model. We got to have everybody. That's the new model. Yeah. babysitting everybody and uh uh seeing what's going on with that. But yeah, it's I, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Um, I uh uh I kind of thought we'd hear some more live PGA tour talk too with all these guys having Kepka there, but I haven't heard a peep since our last podcast. Have you heard anything new? No, just that Kepka Kepka and his caddy, uh who's actually from Northern Ireland, yeah. um uh jumped on a plane. They he didn't travel with the team, they just flew to Chicago. Oh, from okay. Chicago. Okay, where gotcha. the event was. So that was the only thing that was different. But and I think I think they got to uh they got to Italy before the team did um, that left out of Atlanta. Yeah. So, um, I love it. I, I, I yeah. just, I love, you know, thinking of Rome and they did a little special day on all the, you know, driving your Vespa around. And it's just like, it's such a great town. It's going to be really fun. So we'll keep our eyes on that if we need to. Yeah. What's, what's great. What's great about what I saw last night is, um, uh, it's only like nine miles from downtown. Like the, 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 the big, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. Usually, you know, that's so big with the city. Yeah. That, I mean, a golf course would be way, way away, but um, no, it's it's not that far. So they can they can stay in, in nice. Uh, obviously, they're being bussed in and stuff like that. So they can um, they can stay in a really nice uh, property down down in in the in the city, and and that allows the whole other side of things to happen with the wives, right? And the right, wives yeah. can do their deal, and probably they'll probably all go wine tasting, and get hammered. <laughs> there are some good places I, i've been there a few times and the eating and the drinking is very oh. hard to keep it up for sure yeah yeah um, i love uh, it. when i was when i was there at least and i went there i go i go i mean how are these people all so skinny when i found out they they walk everywhere and yes and i've never seen so many steps in my entire life no, i've never no. seen i mean it's unbelievable how many steps 
uh, you have to use over there. So now I'm like, oh, oh, I get it. Smaller portions and you walk. I mean, yes, that's how you keep yes. the weight off. Yeah. Well, and honestly, the big thing is the natural ingredient stuff, not to go too off yeah. topic, but yeah. like, you know, yeah. there's so many yeah. things you're allergic to this and that, or you're lactose this or that, and you get over there and it's like, nothing bothers you because it's the freshest, most natural. Yeah. They don't yeah. preserve it up like they do in America. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I agree. Pump. I love Rome. We stayed at the top of the Spanish steps and walking oh, nice. a few times. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to die now. Yeah. I'm, I'm in American shit, <laughs> not European shit, but yeah, well, we'll keep an eye on that. That's pretty exciting. And uh, what else? How was your golf this weekend? You were uh, playing in Mexico, right? I was down and went to Cabo, actually, the the check on the place post-hurricane to make sure oh, that uh, okay. I've got some uh, issues where I'm having resting water that's on my roof. So I got to uh, get some things fixed there before okay. people start renting it out. I um, It was hotter than hell. Um, <laughs> it was like 85 degrees with a 60, 70 percent humidity. And I was right. sweating in the shower. Right, and, right, right. Um, played one day and I got... Uh, uh, this guy says to me, we get off and we're playing. I'm playing with a local marshal at this golf course. And he okay. says, uh, hey, bring your phone. And I said, why do I need to bring my phone to the green? He goes, oh, here. And he points. And in his back pocket, he has two bananas. And I'm like, I go, what is that for? He goes, oh, for the iguanas. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. A, here we I'm go. Here guy. we go. So I just hit. Uh, I hit a bad drive. I caught an OKY in the dirt. I hit this six iron like no other to eight feet. He's feeding these iguanas and the big Mac daddy's got to be with the tail five feet long. Yeah. And he's got, and they're all kind of coming to me. And I'm like, I don't have the bananas. That dude does. <laughs> so I have this eight footer and they're behind me. And I'm like, I have literally no chance to make this putt because no, no. I think this iguana is going to go riding up my leg or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. okay, he's I just put it up there and just tapped it in and got the hell out of there. And Oh my God. Yeah. I guess you sent me a picture. I'm going to post it on our Instagram page. And so, yeah. Everybody get yeah. enjoy about that. I love it. I love it. I'm going to go yeah. practice today. I've spent the last five days in Arizona for my son's baseball classic. Same thing. 95 degrees, sticky, hot. So I'm going to. So was it. it was it a good decision to go out there and do that? How was yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. The, the AZ fall classic is one of the top recruiting things. My son's a junior in high school. So you want to go and he did the all academic tryout, the regular one, the this. So but that heat and a, a little humidity just kind of after a few hours, you're you're just drained. Oh, and yeah. so, but it was nice to get out there, but, uh, we had a p putting and chipping green in the backyard. So that was fun. We got to practice a little bit, but I need to get out, uh, a fine tune today. And, uh, um, we need to do a podcast from a golf cart too. We're next time we come up and play golf with me or I come down there, we're going to, uh, we're going to do podcasts from the cart and just do okay. whole interviews. And, uh, All right. Sounds, really, sounds good. Really bore everyone to tears with our golf game. So, <laughs> Uh, what I, else yeah, is going and, on? And maybe, maybe we, maybe we play with one of our guests. You know, that'd be that's another true. Thing. That's yeah. true. I've got five yeah. or six lined up, ready to go. Okay. And people yeah. are going to get a kick out of, uh, you know, some of our guests. You know, like we talked about, not only golf celebrities, but celebrities that love golf. So yeah. it's kind of a fun thing. But uh, yeah. what else is going on? Anything else on the agenda? Just kind of prep, uh, prepping for the Ojai Senior Cup now, which is going to be uh, third week of October, okay. and then. Uh, Two weeks after that, in early November, the state senior, and then the SCJ four ball, nice, and then uh, and then uh, close it off in early December with the uh, TOC, which you'll be playing in the regular one. I'm playing in the senior one. That's but, right. Um, 
that's it. Just trying to, I went and got a lesson the other day and, and I was a little bit out of whack with my stance. So, um, and he's like, you need to fire your right side or you're going to be just Mr. Hansy. So, um, so I'm working on that right now, just trying to get that kind of down to where I feel comfortable with it. So that's about it. And that's what I'm working on. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, uh, uh, are we doing 60 seconds today? Are we saving that for next? No, because there was nothing really. So the 60 seconds will, only be kind of during a uh, tour time when all the tours are going. Okay, so, good. Cause that voice, um, that voice you give me is my favorite voice too. The, hey, my buddy, hey, hey, welcome there. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, uh, wind it down. And then, uh, right. like I said, if anything comes up in Ryder cup, we might have to do an emergency podcast Saturday to uh, discuss right. some crazy ruling or some uh, fist fight that broke out. But uh, uh, yeah. I appreciate it. And uh yeah. We'll talk again soon. We got a couple special guests coming up. So uh, I'm excited for that. All right, buddy. Yeah, go USA. All All right. Talk to you.